Hey there, Sean. Hey, Pierce. How's it going? It's pretty okay. All right. That means it's time for another episode of the It's Pretty Okay podcast. Let's do it. Let's start the show. I think about going back to the country. I think about going back to some I think about how we used to be friends. I want to tell you be another. I knew this almost. Let's just go ahead and, and dive right in. We'll, we'll clear out and, and, and cede the floor to Max, who's got a story to tell us. I, I do have a story. So I, um, as of two years ago, I started working for what I'll call a large tech company, and I'll leave it at that for now. Now, have they had, had any, large tech? Have they had any recent media exposure? <laughs> you should uh, say large non-fang. That's what people large non-fang yeah. tech company. Uh, no, yeah, that's good. There. That's 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 um. Yeah, they get media exposure all the time because they're large and non-fang. Um, and, and so as part of my, my starting with this company, they sent me um, a bunch of branded swag gear. You know, they sent me pens. They sent me notebooks. They sent me socks and T-shirts. They sent me sweatpants. They sent me three jackets now, and they sent me a backpack. It's all very, very cool. It's, it's nice quality stuff. A lot of it is rebranded, you know, Patagonia or Columbia or Timbuktu with their logo fatten on the side and i thought this was all very neat and cool i was working remotely for you know two years and then as of a few weeks ago i actually had to fly to uh the bay area or san francisco Ooh. for work and got Klein, to meet Klein, some co-workers Klein it was a really trolley. good experience and yeah the, and the office was great and all that but I, I was walking around with my with my branded timbuktu backpack that i've thought for a while was you know very neat it's like a cool thing that they send you a, a backpack i thought that was cool bitching as the kids say um, yeah, and then as I'm walking around San Francisco, you know, I popped into a Phil's to get a coffee, as the locals do, and um, I noticed that I wasn't the only one with the branded Timbuktu backpack. Everyone had a branded Timbuktu backpack, but with different companies on the back, and I just kind of got this, like, dark sinking feeling, because it, it was just kind of eerie realizing that it wasn't like an original, oh, your company sent you a backpack, but much more like a system of tech not even just tech companies probably any big company sending like the same branded swag and made me think about the the companies that provide branded swag to other companies either for their own employees Hmm. or to give out at conferences and and whatnot see that so i think this is something that um you know maybe not everybody who's working at different companies has experienced but i i do think a lot of companies and certainly all of us here have worked at places where they give you branded stuff and max i think that what what i'm hearing from you a little bit is that the realizing that everybody is getting the same stuff from maybe a certain type of company they work for makes it feel maybe not as special and and maybe you are are not as into it in that way whereas i mean yeah it makes it feel not as special but i should clarify that like i don't need it to feel special it's still a quality branded product that i'm very pleased to be getting for free i think i just i hadn't been exposed to the the san francisco culture yeah as much that's really where 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 i was surprised i i think too there's there's a part of it where um you know my my working in an office experience is limited to the dc area and and i've not been into the bay area at all but there was a 
I definitely saw people going in with their branded stuff and and I don't the branded stuff I have which I have nowhere near as much as you have and that's across working three different places um I think it's me I don't think it's the company plenty of people have branded stuff but I also just generally don't like carry it around or wear it because I kind of don't my first job experience, I did not want people to know where I worked because they were in the news for for uh, something uh, which was which was actually not going well. Um, and uh, so subsequently, I've I've kind of been hesitant to do that. But I, I will wear like the nice sweatshirt I have to the gym, which feels like the most anonymous place. But I also feel like you know maybe the Bay Area is different in that visibility. Whereas I felt like in the DC area, people would wear like you know, have very nice bags. It's like, oh, you've got a new fancy bag. And that was more the competitive thing. Whereas, I mean, Max, you've seen it now. Kevin, I know this is something that you went through in the Bay Area, but there is that like, you want to show off where you're working and there's a lot of hubris involved. Yeah, I I was in, in grad school at the time. Um, so I wasn't working, so I didn't really get swag. Well, I guess you did get a specific sweatshirt if you were in the in the the graduate program and that was like the only way you could get the sweatshirt so i i think that part of it is there's um i guess how you interact with it a lot will a lot have to do with how much pride you have and what you do and where you work and um so like i don't know i like the swag i get now more than i did in my old job not necessarily because i like the job much better or anything but it's just like it's a cooler brand it's i feel more accomplished by working there um so I don't, I like the swag that I have now better than the swag I've had in, in, in previous locations. So maybe this is just me, but I, I'm a pretty hard disagree on the idea that this is somehow exclusive to the Bay Area. I, oh, this... I, I didn't say that it was. I just think that my, my experience, I didn't didn't see it quite as much as maybe Max is describing in the DC yeah, area. I've never experienced it anywhere like like i did in the bay area and what i'm saying what the feeling i felt was like i i wear my swag stuff all the time i had never felt like i was a walking billboard until i was in san francisco and saw everyone else as a walking billboard that was something new to me and maybe maybe richmond or dc or other cities are like that i don't think i never felt like boston was particularly like that but i also maybe wasn't looking because i didn't have the stuff myself well everyone's wearing a coat all the time in boston so in in more formal atmospheres i feel like this quote-unquote swag does not the branded swag does not play as well in in formal atmospheres yeah this is this is a phenomenon of of sort of wherever it is that the modern kind of half a step below business casual modern knowledge worker clusters so like this is happening in Austin, this is assuredly happening in Nashville. I'm like, I saw it in Charlottesville. Uh, so like, the the people that I worked with uh, wore, uh, you know, uh, Merkel and and they they wore RKG stuff a lot too, which had its own sort of. Thing where like that was also kind of like nostalgia for a, a previous version of the company before it got acquired by a, a bigger fish but like you know that it walking they're they're making you a walking billboard like and that's i, I don't I, it doesn't seem like you were all that surprised by that necessarily max which is like it maybe like the enormity of it hadn't 
totally sunk in yet i think i was kind of surprised because i wear my backpack thinking no one's no one notices the logo it's small it's on the back and then i walked around san francisco and noticed all the other little small logos on the back and and that did kind of strike me a bit as a as a surprise so that's interesting because I've never really viewed it as an advertisement. I've viewed of it as a keeping up with the Joneses type of thing. Like mm. if you are trying to keep, if you're trying to employ people, you have to compete with the companies that are giving them nice backpacks. So you have to get them a nice backpack. And if some, so. I'm so glad you said that because no, you don't. You could just pay them better. In the words of... I, I, I don't well, know the spiritual godfather of this show, I guess. That's what the money is for. Yeah. Right, you but, can keep your employees, think, employees that way, but you can't attract them that way. Right. I think that that's... What are you talking about? Yes, you can. Just, just I mean, like... Or, I'm sorry. Or, wait, or wait, wait, wait. Yet. No, no, no. I, I have to engage with this. Okay, are you Are you really not going to take a job at a place that offers you five grand more on your salary because of a backpack? If so, you're the chump. That's on you. I I can't say that that maybe would be my decision. I'm just saying that a lot of perks and benefits that are a lot cheaper to companies can compete with other companies to make the draw to that company seem more appealing than that's be- just the number on the paycheck. Yeah, yeah well, I, that's the thing. Is like you can't you can't talk with other people about how much they make. That's, but like you that's, can compare the, that's the swag. Problem. That's yeah. well. Th- that's the that is the issue. Is that these companies have all colluded to trick the modern knowledge worker into thinking that a backpack is more useful to them than the money they could use to buy whatever goddamn backpack they wanted, or you know, yeah, to I, pay I mean, their bills is... or to rent an apartment. Yeah, I mean, this is this is something that that I've uh, is a is a bigger conversation, but like offering all these uh, these these different things is like well, even even perks like being like oh we're you know now you get uh you can you can buy an external monitor or you can get a mouse or here's some extra money to to, to do rideshare to work those those aren't those aren't even perks well, those are things you need to do right your job. And, that's, exactly. and, that's, and that's my point is like we what we're talking about here and this is i mean we're 10 minutes in i'm gonna bring out the really big gun here which i didn't even think about coming in but like these the the real the real trick on us is like these are all things to to extend our work life in in that in that you are you are walking around with the stuff um or feel like it's enhancing there are things that you can compare to other people that they don't have oh we have an extra week off you you don't or or our our family leave is longer or our family leave exists but it is not necessarily changing the culture of work. It is just making making the competitive spectrum even wider and, and deeper as well because it might, goes across might, all these different things. Might you say we are all being microsurfed? I mean, one one may say, one may well say that that, that is true. And it's, I mean, it's like, I, I, I don't know. the The idea, I think, Sean, you have it right, which is, which is like, give me you know give me a real benefit that is something that will will make me want to be there 
whereas like we have the coolest swag is is not not doing as much i mean i will say i think that we we know this is bad because uh patagonia a certified b corporation which i think still means something i i think that the the aims of b corps are 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 laudable um they do not make the branded patagonia vests anymore because they were kind of tired of doing it for everybody and they did it for some companies that kind of sucks and so like we just won't make this anymore so we don't have to make those judgments yeah so i am I'm, I'm i'm taking a pretty over-the-top stance on it that's not really that far from how i actually feel but you know i think the, the thing that i find so sinister about this is that you know you if you are wearing a work branded t-shirt or you are carrying around a work branded backpack, your employer has found a way to make you a representative of their company at all times. And it just makes me feel gross and I hate it. Yeah. But, but there is yeah. an aspect of, of, of pride. Like, I mean, to, can you give it a weird example, but I think it works here, is like before, you know, when the Olympics happen, it's not like the government is sending us like USA t-shirts. But if you are excited and, and proud of, of you know, that entity and you want to wear that, I think that's fine. Like Max, you like your backpack, one, and you like the company you work for, two. If you want to wear the backpack, that's fine. That doesn't take away from your point, Sean, is like you are, you are yeah. becoming a, a marketing tool. But I, I think yeah. both can be true dialectics. My yeah, my problem is of course not with the person. It it is with it's with the system. But like, I I, I think part of this is also that I'm like, I, I'm I'm pretty, I'm pretty ambivalent about the idea of having, uh, being proud of your employer. Like I I I think it's a good thing if you like your job and you like the company you work for. Um, I, I think I, I'm all for like being proud when my employer does good things. Like, you know, uh, uh, the Metro columnist at the Richmond times dispatch won a Pulitzer in 2021. It was before I started working there. So like, I can't, I don't feel like I can claim any pride from that. But if I had been working there at the time, I would have been immensely proud of that achievement. And then I think like a few days later, I probably would have settled back into being like, okay, this is, you know, this is the place where I do work. And I want to be proud of the work that I do because it's the work that I do, not because it's the work that they do. And so like, I, I, I'm not, and of course I am not saying that liking your job is a bad thing. But I just like for me personally, I'm I'm pretty ambivalent about tying up those kinds of feelings too much in your day to day work. I don't know. Is that is that too much? Well, is that too over the top? I I think the the thing that's unique about it is that if if with with work branded stuff, it's you're also you're wearing it also just to kind of signal like this is. This is where I work because if you are wearing, not many people just go and buy like a Richmond Times Dispatch shirt or something. I don't think you can. Right. So 
even if you can Goodwill, most, baby. even if you can most people like if you see someone wearing a work branded thing that isn't like spacex then you can assume most of the time that they work there and so i, I think that it's uh it's kind of like just another way that you can like express something about yourself that there's not really another way to do it unless someone asks you what you do which you know if you're gonna have a conversation with someone it probably will come up so maybe you don't really need the thing but um i think it's just unique in that in general with these things the only people who are wearing them are people who work there yeah i'm really glad you brought that up i, I had one other thing i think there could be a positive too in some workplaces it's like i i, I thought it was kind of neat in my workplace that because we all had the same branded swag it meant that the 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 lowest level employees and the highest level employees are wearing the same clothes, which I think actually sends like a kind of neat message about like, we're all on the same team without it being like an enforced uniform. That's what cults do. <laughs> sure. But I'm really glad that Kevin brought up the, the assumption that if you see someone wearing swag, you work for that company because it brings me to a point that we haven't discussed yet, which is when you leave that company, is all of that swag garbage? <laughs> oh, that's that's the classic like sports question. What do what do coaches do after they're fired? Can I throw another wrinkle into this? Uh, of course. So before before I decided to uh, leave corporate America for a hot second and go to grad school and then get into journalism, I worked at a marketing agency where. I was a client-facing employee. Like, I, I had clients that were companies that sold things, goods and services. And in order to run advertising campaigns for those clients, I had to work with a great deal of other companies like... I don't know, maybe a company that one of the four of us currently works for. And mm. uh, ad tech companies are notorious for giving out their branded shit to agency employees like me as an enticement to keep doing business with them. So not only do I have branded shit from a job that I haven't worked at for three years, I have branded shit that I got at that job from a company that I never worked for. Yeah. I mean, you're going to wear it. Am though. I supposed to just throw my Bluetooth speaker in the trash because of that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think what about, the answer to Max's yeah. question is definitely like, what is it? Like, if it's. Like with my old job, I do not wear any swag that's clothing, but I had got like a cooler. That's great. Yeah, I use that I got it there. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I mean, yeah, we, I don't throw away the piece of speaker, but I don't. I hope you're not wearing these shirts around in public, Sean. If you, oh, if I don't, no one gave me shirts. Okay, but but like even if you wore the shirts, we're not. I mean, for some people, this this may be a thing that comes up, but for us, it's not. It, it, it's not like you're an NFL coach who got fired. It's not. It's not like why are you wearing stuff of a place you got fired? I mean, you know, or, or if you get traded in the NBA, like maybe that's kind of weird. But also, like, we don't need to be so sentimental. If someone gave you a cooler, like it's a cooler. You're, hey, you know, that's something that I would probably buy anyways, and now I don't have to buy it. So like, I'm going to use it. Yeah, it's practical. And also, is it really that different to wear around a jacket that says? 
uh, a, a tech company's name on the front versus wearing around a jacket that says Columbia or the North Face or Patagonia on the front. Like, well, yeah, like I said, it's well, it's where you it's signifying where you work, and if you don't work there anymore, why are you wearing it? Because it because you got it for free. What you what are you gonna sell it? it go and talking, give it away and buy yeah, a new one. I'm talking in generalities, but yeah, <laughs> to be non wasteful. <laughs> Depends on how nice of a jacket it is. <laughs> there it is. There yeah, it I, is. I, I think we're I think we are past like the the very that person in college who like cuts the labels off of everything so that they look like they yeah. wear unbranded clothing. I mean that's yeah. now you so just think, now you just pay a premium for Everlane. Yeah. Alright, well so Max, I think the reason I think the reason you don't see this in Boston is because everyone's just wearing Harvard and MIT stuff all the time. So <laughs> Or they yeah, were I was, I was Canada Canada Goose jackets. I was gonna I was gonna say earlier like where 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 is this different than like when you wear college stuff? And I know it is very different, but in some ways it's not. I mean, these things become you know these very big companies that people watch. Earning calls might as well be like uh, you know games of of high magnitude. Uh, and and I mean, given the cursing on the calls, apparently like they they might as well be fans of of a game. Um, and I mean, the stock market is is an extension of of this competition, and that's people throwing their hat in the ring, either for or against. Um, I think that, and even the idea of like, oh, well, a school is a community and it's a culture and everything else. Like, well, is isn't that what that's what the swag is for? You know, the swag is for the culture. The money, the money is to make you stay. Well, yeah, I, I mean, I think one of the differences is that college shirts are cool. <laughs> or, yeah. or at least they can be i i'm i'm, I'm joking on on work branded swag because i think a right. lot of it is super dorky but like i don't know i'm i'm wearing a home field apparel shirt from the drake relays not only mm. was i not an athlete in college i've never been to fucking iowa so like i i don't know <laughs> what am i signifying by wearing this shirt yeah, I mean, I was in the presence of someone who was as part of the um, receiving an offer to work at, at a at a Fang company. Um, they they received a a blue sweatshirt, uh, a, a blue uh, zip up hoodie sweatshirt for for uh, the the one at the beginning of the Fang you mean part. Ma- you mean Mang, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wow, I didn't think about that before. That's totally ruined. So yes. Uh, <laughs> And you know, I, I I got it in that moment that that is really a selling tool, and that like that that can be appealing to people. Wait, by that logic, isn't it now mana? Mana. Uh, well, uh, that, so it's that's al- it's alphabet. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. Oh. Well, and you're also supposed to include Microsoft, so it's mana manga. Maga. <laughs> <laughs> That that is, see, and this is, and this, this children is is where it actually comes back to the point that making this stuff into a culture. Yeah, I mean, but those companies are on a completely different level than anything we're talking about, though. So, I mean, but everybody's no, you because because you want to keep up with that. I mean, that's why I don't think I I don't I reject the premise. Mostly, I, I see what you're saying. I, I'm not sure I agree with it, but yeah, I don't agree with that. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. don't. It's like it's like can bury a fan base the size of 
like UVAs to JMUs. You know, it's just I, w- way bigger. I'm curious but, where but this J- starts. But every JMU, like, it, it, to use the analogy, like, every one of these JMUs is, like, trying to be the UVA of the JMUs. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I, 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 see what, I see what you're saying. Sure. But, but then my question for this, though, is, like, they didn't always give out, uh, you know, branded swag and stuff. Maybe they did retreats or or something different or people just did i mean i I think this comes from the reason this stuff is being given out is because when it changed to being it's the same thing with offering free food at work when they expect you to be at work all the time um they i I don't know i think that's part of where this comes from this is the quote-unquote startup culture which is just small young companies it's because actually building an internal culture is more difficult and I guess probably delivers you fewer external rewards than building the external experience, uh, appearance of a culture. It is much easier to outfit everyone in branded t-shirts than to actually build a, a, a cogent like structure in which people build meaningful relationships at work and feel supported by the people around them and feel like they are supporting the people around them like that's really fucking hard to do yeah it's it's also i think it is short-term thinking because effectively it is giving you these little gifts all the time to keep you engaged whereas i i think that historically like the the christmas the christmas bonus for instance like one time a year you did really great we are giving you something that is much more long-term thinking you build up that that community you feel like all right this is the work i'm doing but we just everything moves moves too fast now and and i think there is also the part of like hey we're giving all this stuff because you are working way more than has historically been reasonable um but yeah i i think that it feels like a modern thing and I don't know. I, I mean, I like getting, I like giving gifts. I like getting packages in the mail and opening it and realizing, well, not when they send me books, the books are always terrible, which is, that is the one <laughs> thing I've gotten a lot of. I mean, so many terrible books. Um, but I, who doesn't like little gifts? I mean, yeah. Like, am I, am I lashing out because I work at a place that has offered me no, uh, no swag of any kind in three months of employment? I don't know for sure, but like, it's probably some part of it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that the real question that I have is, Pierce, are you going to continue using, if you are to ever change companies in the future, will you continue to use the Google Home that your current company gave you? <laughs> Again, this is a practical thing, and there's no reason to be sentimental about it. Hey, yo, Google. Um, also, uh, also, I'm not talking about sentimentality, I'm talking about paranoia. <laughs> No, I mean, listen. If I was if I was paranoid about that type of stuff, I would not engage with capitalism at all. So uh, that's out the window. They're just trying to collect your data. There's nothing wrong with that. I I think I think there was uh, a television episode uh, a couple days ago about that very thing. But that's that's I for a different podcast. I, I think there might have been too. Uh, but instead of. Uh, delving into that any further i'm thinking maybe it's time to wrap up and and move on to pierce's sorry so what are you apologizing for today so uh, maybe uh, maybe it's getting to be that season where you can get outside and you have a window or they always talk about fire escapes i don't know how many people really have those anymore but you have a window or a balcony or 
or a yard or something like that, a, a place where organic matter can grow. And if you have a place that organic matter can grow, chances are that there will be quote unquote weeds there, things that grow that people don't like and they grow really well. And so you may have the opportunity to to go out and weed, which can be a very relaxing thing, you know, listening to a podcast or whatever, you go out and do that. May I just suggest to you that that you wear gloves. And I should say nothing bad happened to me, but you know, go out and spend ten dollars on gloves so that you don't have to then run inside and like you know, cause instill fear in everybody in your house and be like, I have to wash my hands immediately because I think I may have, I, I don't, I, I cannot recognize what poison ivy is yet. And I may never be able to do that. But anytime you pick up something where it's like a slightly glossy looking leaf of three ish, that is the fear. And that, that fear can be avoided by just wearing gloves when you're out in the yard. I understand dexterity can be very difficult with gloves on, but the alternative is, you know, feeling like you're on pins and needles for a day as you just continuously wash your hands. Um, so, you know, keep washing those hands. That's something we've all learned to do in the last two years. And uh, wear gloves in, in circumstances where you're handling things like weeds. All right. <clears throat> So it's time for a big idea from pop culture. And I spent my evening yesterday at a minor league baseball game. Wow. It was great. I went to go see the home opener for the Richmond Flying Squirrels uh, to see, a, a, I don't know, presumably one or two people who will suit up for the San Francisco Giants at some point uh, and eat hot dogs and drink beer and at the end of all of it uh, they they went down 3 nothing and then came back on a furious rally and then lost on a double play in the bottom of the ninth with a runner on third which uh, that sucked uh, but you know what it didn't stop them from running their opening night fireworks show. They did 10 minutes of fireworks that would have put Jack Donaghy's uh, Midtown New York fireworks extravaganza from 30 Rock to shame. Uh, it was great. It was so much fun. They I did always that think after the loss. <laughs> I mean, what are you going to do? You can't, like, keep them on ice. Once they're out there, it's just, like, flammable. Please watch out. Well, it's not like they set them up during the seventh inning stretch. Yeah. They shot them off from the outfield. Well, and also, like, if there are any parents who had kids there, they surely told them, hey, there will be fireworks. And right. the kids would not be okay if they didn't get to see the fireworks. So yeah. This is a topic for a different time, but I, I like the fireworks for probably – two to five minutes and then i'm done but they're always like 20 minutes of show and i think that's a that that's definitely a me problem but they always feel too too long for me i'm like all right let's i'm i'm just sitting here and looking at pretty things I, I'll, I'll do this at a museum but but uh, you know, i don't know if audience. i'm i don't know if i'm crazy for this but i would much rather the the shorter fireworks show associated with 
a baseball game or something like that than like a big event fireworks show for New Year's or the Fourth of July where the the fireworks are themselves the event. I don't really want that. But when you, you tell me you're gonna like you're gonna give me some fireworks for dessert, hell yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I can do it while I'm sitting next to someone who's eating dippin' dots out of a novelty baseball helmet. Yeah. Please and thank you. Um all right. So yeah, go go to go to minor league baseball if if you have it. It's it's fun. It's a good time. It's a pretty uh, you know, by the the standards of uh our price inflated world, it's still a pretty, you know, it's a pretty cheap afternoon of entertainment. So would highly recommend. Uh I would also recommend that that you boys get your thinking caps on because it's time for Rolling Stone Rock Trivia. We haven't done this in a while, but but you guys have have been good at, and we're, we're celebrating after Max got a question right last week. So I'm I'm gonna let you guys pick your your topic. Would you like a question about Marvin Gaye and Diana Ross? Or would you like a question about Iggy Pop? Marvin Gaye. All right. Marvin Gaye and Diana Ross it is. So your question is, why did Marvin Gaye and Diana Ross record their 1973 duet album, Diana and Marvin, in separate studios? Was it A, they had just broken up after a lengthy relationship, B, Ross didn't want to be around Gay while he was smoking pot, C, Gay was convinced that Ross was a witch, or D, Gay was constantly on the run to stay ahead of his ex-wives' attorneys? And yes, it is wives in the wording of the answer. I'll go D. I'll say B. I think it's... I think it's D. Okay. Well, guess what? We've got a new leader. Max is in first place. Because it was that Diana Ross didn't want to be around Marvin Gaye's cloud of weed. I almost said it. I almost went for B. You two should be ashamed of yourselves, given how this started. I, I'm, wow. I'm proud of I'm proud of Max for the comeback he's made. I am deeply concerned about the two of you, uh, given the way that you have fallen off in recent weeks. I mean, I didn't I didn't want to come out here and call Diana Ross a, a narc, which is what Max just did. So you know, I mean, look, I'll I'll be able to sleep fine at night. I will say this: Max is is really banking on the the principle of uh, no one's hit four hundred since Ted Williams, because he is the leader at four out of ten. Yeah, as long as I stay above random chance, I, I'll be satisfied with my performance. Uh, oh, that's true. You are, I guess, you are above random chance, but Kevin, you are now in last place. Sorry, right. I so. got, I got time. <laughs> You do. You have you have several months of this. Yeah, you're not going to be free of this for a while. <laughs> um, okay, 
Well, that's the end of the show. You can find us at our home on the web at www.prettyokpod.com, or you can subscribe to the show feed on your podcast app of choice. If you do that, please tell a friend about the show. We'd love to share it with them as well. We'll be back next week to talk about something else. Until then, I'm Sean. I'm Pierce. I'm Max. I'm Kevin. Thanks for listening.